Life's party. Life's always a party. Let's go. What's up? What's up? <laughs> What's up, baby? How we doing? Life's a party. Guess what? Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Happy anniversary. What's going on? We are right now recording on our one year anniversary of Life's a Party podcast. June 7th. Wait, no, July 7th. July. Come <laughs> on, man. Yeah, July. I drank too much over 4th of July weekend. I kind of forgot what month we were in. Okay. And what stratosphere I was on. Yeah, so one year anniversary. We started this show, our pilot episode, episode zero. Don't go listen to Don't it. Don't go listen to it. <laughs> uh, it was uh, posted one year ago today. So today um, is our one year anniversary. Happy, we, happy. we should go delete that. Yeah, happy birthday. My mom was like, oh, I told my mom, I was like, today's our Life's a Party anniversary. She's like, no way. She's like, if I knew that, I would have bought you a bottle. I was like, <laughs> I should have let you know earlier. She's like, yeah, you could have popped the bottle on the show. I was like, uh, ah. But the problem is Paul's on some medication. As you can see, <laughs> he's on a lot of medication. <laughs> I'm going crazy, man. Uh, but as you can see, people who are on YouTube... We've been out trying to find these these Bud Light seltzers. The retro summer, I've been hearing about a lot of buzz about these retro summers, and the rumor has it they're not very good. I mean, that's the rumor around the block is that they're kind of shit. But you know what, Bud Light, uh, we have to give it a go, or I'm gonna have to give it a go because once again, Paul's on uh, medication. He was just let out of the mental institution. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely what it was. Um, if you're looking on YouTube, these cans, they're pretty, I like them. They kind of look like tie-dye shirts. Um, they're appealing. I, they, they fit the retro, uh, the niche, the niche of retro. I feel like this flavor too, this is chilled cherry limeade. It's the one I'm holding up. Ryan is tasting the blue raspberry at the moment. Blue raspberry is my favorite. It's what I get with, uh, with uh, gelati water ice, blue raspberry water ice with ice, with ice cream. Um, well, I'll get to, to the next one later. I got to tell you something, but, uh, I'm like, it's pretty good. What's your, it's like, like what you think of like a blue raspberry water ice taste. Okay. I lo I really like that flavor. So is that something that I would enjoy? Yeah. But I feel like you can't have a lot of these. It just, it feels like it's going to give your stomach some issues. I feel like that's a lot of times whenever the seltzers try to get really creative when they do like, you know, like the root beer or, uh, what is it? Arnold Palmer's or like whatever. A lot of those seltzers are just so sugary. Yeah, I'm already feeling like stomach issues right now. Like we might have to stop the show and have an emergency. <laughs> oh man, uh, that's just the first one. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a six nine kids show. Okay, uh, nice. Not good for the stomach. So give it a couple sips, put it away, never taste it again. So I saw someone out at a Fourth of July party. They had this flavor cherry limeade, right? Yes. I didn't know that was limeade. I said, what is cherry limeade? Oh, my gosh. When else do you see the word limeade? I was like, what the hell is cherry limeade? <laughs> Ryan's a child. If you right. haven't guessed already. <laughs> I'm not a good uh, speller. Were you pretty good at the spelling bee? We used to have No, it. dude. I was one of the worst spellers of all time. Um, <laughs> I, I was did you a, get better? No, I mean, no, I'm still pretty bad, but there's this thing called the internet and Google and um autocorrect which has been an amazing <laughs> yeah. tool in my life very true very true all right cherry limeade i'm gonna give it a worse than the blue raspberry i'm gonna go six six like the devil okay so so far we got 69 kids show six six for the devil and Rip. last one we got here is summer ice summer ice okay this sounds like they like ran out of flavors to call it yeah that's for sure maybe <laughs> they like came up with this concoction and they were like you know what it doesn't taste like any certain flavor. It's just call it fucking summer ice. <laughs> summer ice, baby. So, so I don't have high expectations for this last flavor before before we get into the show. But let's see. Summer ice. Nice, Cam. 
Packaging looks good. Packaging looks good. I like that crack. That was good. Ooh. Ooh. Oh man, it's not good. No. Oh, that's the worst one by far. All right, so Wait, oh. I think they're trying to go for like the uh, the firecracker, like the, uh, you get I like Mister Softy the firecracker, but it's just really bad. We had a couple people DM us that summer ice. We had someone DM us summer ice is the best flavor. And we had someone else DM us, Summer Ice is shit. Okay. So I'm going to have to go with the Summer Ice is shit. Uh, I'm going to give it a 3, 4 Yikes. out of 10 Summer Ice. Like I said, they didn't understand. I don't know how this passed the production of the drink. Okay. Like yes. how we talked about with the, the, the root beer. Yeah. It's like it has to pass certain stages. I don't know like what they thought went into this before. Like, hey, this is a good drink to release. Because clearly they didn't think any flavors were in it because they called it Summer Ice. They, yeah. they were confused off the bat. Yeah, I mean, it definitely looks, at least the packaging looks, the can, uh, kind of the feel of the firework, like, popsicle, as you said, right? Yeah. But I think, you know, just from your reaction, unfortunately, I can't taste them, but probably one of the worst seltzers we've tasted. So, what, before we move along, but this is, like, a good case to buy and just have around for, like, art. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, not, not to be disrespectful to you, Bud Light. I love your classic, uh, your original product. <laughs> very, very good product. Ryan is a big uh, advocate but of the Bud Light. Don't you agree this would be a cool case to have in your, like, your basement? And this is a great, uh, we could use for our show later on that. Paul, you can go ahead and tell him. Yeah, so something that we want to do is these taste tests that we do on the show every or like every couple weeks or whatever, I want to make it its own segment. Uh, we were trying to expand our YouTube, which is pretty dope. And I was like, yo, why don't we take like, I mean, literally every alcohol and every beer company is coming out with seltzers, new products constantly. I don't think, I think next summer and continuous, like it's just going to keep growing. So why don't we like do our product reviews and like do our taste tests on like an own YouTube um, video, like yeah. maybe like every other week or something like that. Um, and that way we can spend like a five minute, we can talk about it, talk about different references, things we like about it, things we don't like, go more in detail to it. And um, we can add a new like video to the channel. And if you ever want to go back and maybe your taste, you're like um, tasting something for the first time, you could like look up on YouTube and basically like try it with us. Yeah, which is like pretty dope. So we're excited about that. So we'll definitely add this case to the wall. So uh, final words on the Bud Light Seltzer Retro Summer. Yeah, we have to <laughs> ship it back to the 1960s. It's got to go back to retro. That's what it looks it's like. Where so. it belongs <laughs> in the 60s. There you go. All right. So, Paul, hopefully next time we do a taste test, you get off the medication, stay out of the mental institution. Yes, I will try. And join the rain. But next, we're going to talk about movies. We talk about alcohol, talk about movies. So we Paul do. went to the movies today. I That's did. That's how you celebrated our anniversary. Went to the movies. I went to the movies. I've been trying to see Fast uh, or F9, as they call it. F9. Some of what's really weird with the Fast and Furious franchise films is that each film is named something completely different different it makes absolutely no sense um you have like fast and furious which is the first one and then you have like too fast too furious it's like okay. like tokyo drift then you got then you have fast and furious tokyo drift then you have fast and or the fast and the furious which is like the fourth film then you go fast five well the avengers are the same way no 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 no, no. end game no civil war no avengers end game avengers infinity war avengers i don't Age see no Ultron. numbers in that title that's fine but i'm saying i like harry potter one harry potter two okay harry, harry potter three harry potter does not Hangover name. one hangover two that's no the... but here's the difference the fast and the furious like constantly changes their titles so you have like fast five like it's not called fast and the furious five or it's called fast five and then you have fast and the furious six and then you have Furious Seven. <laughs> yeah. How does that? How does it make any sense? You hit me pretty then, hard. Right then there. you have. Then you, you have the. Me. Then you have the fate of the Furious. <laughs> the fate. 
It's just different variations of the, of the and, title. And now you have F9. How does that like? It's so not, here, what's next? If F9 is the shortcut, like a keyboard, what's next after dude, F9? Just like it makes 10. no sense. Just the title's gonna be ten. And, and we could do. I mean, that would be a fun thing to talk about how movie titles like work because you know there's some different cool movie titles out there and how they're named and numbered and all that stuff. But out of all the films and the franchises, Fast and Furious makes no sense <laughs> how they name these films. But I did go to the movie theaters today. Nice. I saw F9, and F9. I have nine. Yeah, that's what it's called. I see F9 on my keyboard right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a crazy experience. This is. I mean, I, I love the movies. I go all the time, and this is a first time experience for me. I'm kind of scared of what you're about to tell me. Well, you're, you're alive still, so that's good. Uh, yes. Crazy experience. I really don't have any guesses, so let's just hear what this... So, are you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Are I, you right? I watched the movie. <laughs> I got through it, but it was two and a half hours long. About two hours into the movie, the power goes off. So the entire theater goes dark. You go out into the lobby, the dark. A lot of people in there? I had about 20 people in my theater. I was oh, surprised. This was like a two o'clock showing on a Wednesday. And movies aren't really, you know, fully back yet. So I was surprised. So you thought someone was, like, intruding the movie theater? I, I don't know. I mean, dude, I've never had that. I'm watching the movie, and all of a sudden, it's like, dude, the sound goes out, the lights go out, and it's pitch dark. If that were to happen, I think the worst-case scenarios would start rum rummaging in my brain. Like, I'm going to die right Like, now. is there someone in the theater? What's going well, on? Well, you're lucky it's not a scary movie. Yeah. Like, imagine uh, if it was, like, like, a Stephen King movie. Okay. That would have been... I would have probably fainted. Would have died but, in but the what theater. what happened? So the power went out. Power went out. Some people walked out and were like, you know, trying to figure out what was going on. They, they walked out. They were able to see. Uh, phone yeah, lights. you know, we got phones now. Sorry. It's not the uh, retro summer. I was yeah. in the 60s. <laughs> um, they went out and they basically, they came, somebody came back in and was like, hey, like, it looks like the power's out. Like, every everybody's outside <laughs> of their theater. It looks like it's pitch black. What? That's why they pay that guy the big box. Yeah. It looks like it's the power's out. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, that's what it was. I had about, as I said, about 20 people in the theater, and I waited about 15 minutes. Movie went back on. It was cool. It was like started maybe like a minute before where we stopped. I was going to ask like where and it picked up. Perfect. I was like, fine. It took about 15 minutes. I just went on my phone, like no big deal. Unfortunately, you know, it's like if you're at an amusement park. You don't know when the ride goes down. You don't know how long that wait will be. Have you ever got stuck on a ride? I never have. Yeah, I have. Really? How was that like? Uh, like an amusement park, right? I'm trying to, I mean, you just, like, I, like you just sit there. King the Ka, where you like, no, on I haven't, no. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that would, that would I've be seen crazy. people like try to have to get off King the Ka. Yes. Like down the ladders. That's a big, yeah. I think I'm making that up. King, I don't think I've well, ever no, seen Well, no, I mean, so, I mean, little quick. It's good for TV. Little quick you know? tangent. There's, uh, King the Ka at Great, uh, Six Flags Great Adventure by us is the world's tallest coaster. Yeah. And there's this coaster and then a very similar coaster called Top Thrill Dragster, which is at Cedar Point in Ohio. And sometimes, you know, if you've ever seen the coaster, it gets like, it's like slingshot up and at the very top, you know, it curves over. There's a few times where the momentum and just the weight of the people on the train has gotten to the top and it basically stays there. And if you have to evacuate from the height, I most likely they would just put you, like push you down. They just push you off. No. <laughs> Come here, little Johnny. <laughs> we got to get you down somehow. You got to get down. That little trampoline. We're aiming for that. Hoping for the best. Goodbye. You got to get down. But I, <laughs> I've seen where, you know, at least those trains have gotten to the top and stopped. Or um, in most cases, they won't fully make it over the, the top, like, hill. They'll kind of, like, get to the top and slowly come back and then fall back. And I'd be like, please get me off this yeah. ride right now. But this, but this movie, um, you never know. You know, I didn't know how long it was going to take. But out of the 20 people, only me and three others stayed. 
So, wow. So you have must have sucked. <laughs> movie must have been pretty. Bad. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Dude, I, it's only a fifteen minute wait. Yeah, but you don't know that. So a lot of people were just like, "Hey, I got somewhere to be." Wow. Or like are this. On patient. I would be so, dude. I'd be so mad because, like, I if I watch this full movie and I'm like two hours in. <laughs> And I just don't know that the next like yeah you 20 can't minutes, go home and watch the ending no <laughs> like what do you do that I would be so frustrated I'd be like what like if I couldn't if they said hey sorry we can't get the movie theater back running I'd be like dude I need like like you got to give me a free ticket back or refund me and then tell me like when I could just pop in tomorrow <laughs> and like catch the last twenty minutes I wish that the, my power went out at my movie theater when I was watching Nacho Libre. <laughs> That was the only movie I ever left. I was. I hoped the movie power would have went out when I was so, watching Nacho Libre. I was going to ask you that is that you if you've ever walked out of a movie theater. Uh, yeah, Nacho Libre. That was, was that? the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Though the one movie that you like that I think is horrible is Sixth Grade, the Bo uh, Burnham eighth grade. How he's, or Eighth Grade. Yeah, yeah, horrible movie. I like that movie. Uh, the only movie I've ever walked out of is was like Robin Hood. Robin Hood. We ended up going to see Robin Hood in a Cinemark, and we were maybe like 14, and we got to the back. We got 30 minutes in, had no clue what was going on, and said, I'm out. Let's leave. Yeah, Nacho Libre. (laughs) I've never even heard of. Um, But let us know if you have any, like, crazy movie experiences. Do you have any, like, crazy things happen at the theater? Um, Like, off the top of your head? No, this is this one guy was walking in front of me, and he tripped his old guy. That was pretty much just... That was pretty fucked up as I was like, well, it was during eighth grade and I had to get some type of entertainment from the movie theater. And luckily old guy, Bill, walked in front of me with popcorn, <laughs> tripped and fell in the first row, spilled his popcorn. I couldn't stop laughing the whole movie and it's not like a movie you can laugh at. So I no. probably look like an asshole, but no, nothing really dramatic. No, no shootings, no, uh, That's good. no bombs or okay. anything like that. Okay. Good. Uh, just Nacho Libre. Yeah. Big disappointment. All right. Let's get into the show. <laughs> what? Not, not Joe Libra. <laughs> Big disappointment. Sorry, Jack Black. It's just not a good movie. All right, here we go. Again to the show, Block One. Paul and I are going to start the show again personal. It's what Ooh. we like to do. Ooh, so to we're going to take our clothes off oh. and we're going <laughs> we're going to play a game called Never Have I Ever, which maybe some of you at home have taken your clothes off while playing this game. You definitely could. It could but be part of the game. Keep them on. Got to keep them on. You know, it's hot. It's summer. It's, we're in a heat wave. So, but. So, but, you know, you got to keep them on for the... It's a kid show. Kid show. Uh, kid. So never have I ever... It's a good game to play if you're, like, bored at a party and you're sitting around. You're bored at a party, you're 12 years old, and you're trying to... You, you, okay. know, you just got, like, a dirty mind. What, you know, <laughs> what? We, don't, we don't know who... Seven Minutes in Heaven. Who have listened? you ever done that, Seven Minutes in Heaven? I have not, no. I feel like that's a movie thing, man. If that's happened to you, I mean, We kudos. played Spin the Bottle at your house one time. We... Ha- yeah, yeah. And I was scared to kiss this girl that it landed on. So I hid in Paul's bathroom and called my mom to come pick me up. True story. <laughs> then my mom showed up and I went out the door. Like, <laughs> That's probably a, the most disrespectful thing to do somebody. Like, as a girl, how do you feel? Like, <laughs> the bottle landed on her and Ryan said, nah, I'm I not. And called his mom to leave. In the bathroom, yeah. In the bathroom. <laughs> um, I don't even know how old we were. Maybe like 13 or something. But, I mean, I feel like that's another very movie-esque thing. Like, do people still play Spin the Bottle? Yeah, I don't, that's a good question. I highly doubt it. No. These 12-year-olds are on Tinder now. Yeah, that's how fast they grow these up. These 12-year-olds know more than I do at yeah, this point. Yeah, that's, that's true. All right, so the first one is, never have I ever peed in the pool, Paul. Have you done it? Absolutely. And if you say... <laughs> well, I'm not going swimming with you. If you say you haven't peed in the pool, you're straight I up, haven't peed in the pool. No, you're a liar. You're how a liar. How am I a liar? 
Because you've peed in the pool. No, I haven't. I, I know you've peed in the pool. I don't even know what that means. You've had to pee in the pool. Hey, what do you mean you know I've peed in the One, pool? I know you drink all the time and you swim sometimes and there's no I do not see you getting out in like a family pool environment no, <laughs> I'm not pissing in if there. there's like a couple of us and we're drinking and we're having a good time we're swimming maybe we're playing pool basketball you're peeing in that pool <laughs> I know you are here's a problem though like when I go to the beach I can't pee in the ocean that, like it's something that's wrong with me it's like it's like the fact that I don't want to look suspicious while in the ocean. Everyone pees in the ocean. And it's like, should I move a little bit? And then, like, as I'm trying to go, the problem is that my whole body's not in the water. Sometimes when it's cold. Yeah. So, like, when I'm trying to pee, the wave will crash me into my nuts. Ruin the flow. And ruin the flow. And it's ah. like, I'm, like, not flowing well in the ocean. And I have a very hard, I genuinely, not bullshit, I have a hard <laughs> time pissing in the ocean. I really do. That's, I, I would feel, so where do you go? In the ocean, but it's a it's a very hard task to it's, do. It's like, like it's not something I'm good at. It's like a fear of yours. Like if it was like a hundred overall rating, I'm probably a thirty two overall in pissing in the ocean. That's a terrible score. Yeah, it is. Um all right, next one. <laughs> Never have I ever played strip poker. Uh, another one of these things, I think it's a movie. I, I don't think many <laughs> people do this. If you do, let us know because I want to know you about your exciting life. Cause this is just something I don't think happens. Luckily, I don't even know how to play poker. So I can't even put myself in that situation. And I don't even think the people there who are playing would want to play with me. I think I don't think anybody wants to see this losing a hand yeah. in strip poker. <laughs> I think just the same idea with spin the bottle. I think you have to have a very specific group of people with you. Like you have to have everyone, sex addicts. Ev yeah, everyone has to, <laughs> everyone has to be like, you know, um, like kind of horny. Like everyone has to be like single. Everyone has to be like in the same mindset. For this, and someone has to suggest it, like maybe you're drinking, like, I, I don't know. There's a lot of things that have to be put in place for, for this to actually happen. That's why I don't think it happens often. But, let you know, if I'm wrong, let me know. Are we about to play? No. not. I don't not. even know how to play poker. I feel like I should know how to play poker. Yeah, that's correct. You should learn how to play poker. Well, if I learn how to play poker and I'm put in that situation, then I have no choice but to play strip poker. Right. I don't, I don't ever want to get Then to you could come back on the show, tell us about your time, <laughs> and we could talk about it. So I had a jack, and I stayed, and I went all in, and then my underwear was off. Then, yeah. That's such a... That's, let's get that picture out of my head. Next one. Never have I ever fallen asleep in public. Now, I don't know. We'll try to, we'll like switch this up to where like, have you ever passed out drunk in public? Let's switch it to there. Cause I know Paul falls asleep wherever he goes. That's the truth. Like, I was going to say, I remember yes. in class, Paul would just fall asleep in history class every single day. So I know you fall asleep in public, like a plane or a plane or somewhere. So have you ever gotten so messed up that you, that you passed out and slept somewhere in public drunk? Um, not, I'm trying to think like during the day drunk. Not, no, it doesn't have to be during the day. Not really. I mean, I've I've fallen asleep outside, um, like, like I mean, a bunch of places. I, I've I've fallen asleep in a bush before. <laughs> I've fallen asleep like I broke I broke our friend's fence during New Year's Eve, and I fell. Whoa. I broke. I ran into the fence. Just fell asleep. Broke it and laid there and fell asleep. What? Usually, when people commit a crime like that, they usually get up and run. They gotta get Paul away. falls asleep. Paul robs a bank, gets outside. There you go. I'm a tired person, man. I, you know, there's a, as this is like, I'm, you know, have I ever fallen asleep in public? I've fallen asleep, as Ryan said, a lot of times. Yeah, you do. In high school, we used to have a teacher. Um, he was our history teacher. But we've had a few classes where I used to fall asleep. But uh, we had a history teacher. Who he invited us for stripper. Strip no, 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 I said no. He, whenever he would put on a movie, he realized that if the lights went out, 
I was gone. Yeah. I, I was totally asleep. It doesn't matter how interesting the movie was. If you had me in the middle of the day in high school, dark classroom, my ass was out. Like, I was just, I was so tired. Your ass was out? No, no, no. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! We're not playing strip poker no, ball. No, no. <laughs> you fell asleep easily. I fell asleep, whatever. And it became a running joke that, like, before he would turn the lights off, he would say, like, goodnight. Or he would just, like, make fun of me. And then whenever he would turn the lights on at the end of the class and, like, the bell would ring, he would usually stand by the door and say goodbye to everyone. And really nice. And whenever I walked really, by the door. Really nice of him. Whenever, really nice of him to say goodbye to everybody. Whenever I walked past the door, like, to go to the next class, he'd be like, how was your nap? And it was just, you know, it was good. It I was, remember sometimes we would actually get up and leave the classroom and leave Paul there. I'd still be there. I'd he'd be, be there, like, maybe not even joking, like an hour after class was over. He'd still be there sleeping. But that's what you got to do, man. That's why he's on a medication. Next one I have. I've well, you never asked if I fell asleep. Oh, like, no, one. we can skip that one. Have no, you? I have at my best friend's house or one of my best friend's house. Oh, I outside. fell asleep out back. Yeah. One of our friends, I don't want to say any names, but he actually fell asleep on the side of the road next to Checkers. Did he? Yeah. Was drunk. Okay. But we'll leave that story there. <laughs> next one. Next one. Um, never have I ever lied on my resume. So I, I've seen, um, there was a TikTok that went around. Um, I love following like Barstool. And if you follow Barstool, they did a TikTok the other day where basically they were talking about lying on your resume and they walked around and talked to all their employees and like what they lie, if they did or if they did not lie on their resume and like 90% of all their employees lied. Like, I, yeah, I, everyone lies on their resume. If you have to lie on your resume. Dude, that I don't, I have nothing on my resume that's a lie. There's something that's a lie. No, like, there's nothing. Like you're like, um, like contact information where it says like, here, put like uh, sources or or resources where people I can call to like check yeah. on. Like they're real, like mine are just fake. I mean, they're re- what do you mean yours are so fake? like? <laughs> well, they're, they're if real. they call the person, they, they <laughs> they're not gonna call them. I don't ask for permission. I just put them down. Yeah, but they're are they like real people though? Yeah, they're real people. I'm okay. not putting Buddy the Elf. No, that's what I thought you were saying. <laughs> I was going to be really conf- like concerned for you. Well, that's... here's the thing. It's like America's already messed up in itself. So the structure's all messed up. So why not boost your resume? Or you make something, you make a title look a little bit better than what your your job actually was. Well, that's fine. If you're, you know, if you're... Well, that's lying on your resume. No, 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 So no, if no. you weren't the restaurant manager and you were a hostess, you were like junior manager of restaurant. No, you say like... You say, like, um, assisted people in this, that, and the other while dealing with a stressful work, like, stressful um, late-night environment. Like, you, you add the words Like, if in. you were a garbage person, yeah. you'd be, like, community worker that helped people move their waste to a, there, a, a good resource. There's great a good ways. source. Yeah, there's a great way to make— A.K.A. garbage man. Yeah, but you don't put garbage man. I mean, that's the whole point. That's lying. That's not lying, no. <laughs> lying is being like, hey, I did this job, and hey, like, I was an editor for this show, or hey, I was a producer at my college, like, editing. Like, that's what they all said at Barstool. Well, that's <laughs> like if you're, like, an intern. I know there's someone at Barstool who was, like, an intern with uh, Larry King. Okay. And then I, I bet you that he put on his resume, Larry King's assistant. But in reality, probably just went and got fucking coffee for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's probably that's true. That's lying on your resume. Yeah, I, I don't have And any- people should do that. No, I, <laughs> I don't have anything on my resume that's a lie. Okay, well, we don't need a resume. We're actually taking resumes for Life's a Party. Looking for some editors out there. Yeah, I mean. Some four local girls. Quick, yeah, four. Anybody who wants to play strip poker? Uh, get out of here. <laughs> we are looking, uh, Life's Party is looking for editors, like video editors. Uh, we need some help. So if you know anybody or if you are a video editor listening to this, let us know. Give us a DM over on Instagram. We'll uh, 
we'll uh, give you some details and see if you know we'll, we go farther. Okay. But don't lie on your resume. Because no. if you lie, I'll figure it out. Next one. All right. Next one is ne- never have I ever lied about my age. Now, I never really thought that I would have to start lying about my age. But I feel like I'm starting to be that age where I'm a little bit insecure about being 24 years old. You're 24 is still extremely young. I know, but it feels like I needed to accomplish so much than I already have. And I am starting to feel like I'm old. There's a channel on TikTok where she talks about how to deal with like your 20s and stuff. Because being 20, being in your 20s, I think is a really weird age. Because you have some friends that are getting hammered every night that have no jobs, right? Yeah. And then you have some friends who are looking and you know to get married or maybe have a child or you might be getting a wedding invitation or like you're talking about, um, you know, they might be going to buy a house or something. But you have like your buddy who's living with his mom who doesn't have a job who's like. You know, uh, working at working at, the corners. Yeah, working at like Target. <laughs> like you, like there's so many Target different or levels. Target. Yeah, <laughs> Target's a great place. You know, we we do like Target, but um, they're being. What do you 20, mean we? Why you why you talk for me? Tar- all Target's a great place. You know, <laughs> no, but you are right in that the 20s are weird. Where there are dramatic differences Correct. in stages of the 20s on where people are in life. Yeah. So my sister's 26 and she's getting married. You know, she's thinking about having a kid maybe in like a year or two. I'm only three years younger, and I feel like I'm so far from that. <laughs> I'm like, ah, no marriage for me, like no child, like any time in the future. But I think, you know, there's so many different things that go on in your 20s that, you know, maybe that perspective might change. I feel like I just miss being like 18, 21. You just miss having no responsibilities <laughs> and getting trashed every night. Uh, well, not necessarily that. It's like you see people in the MLB who are 18. Okay. Or like people in the NBA are 21. I'm sitting there watching them and like, 100,000 people sold out arenas and they're 21 years old and I'm three years older than them. Yeah. It's like, like, what am I doing in my life? Like, I'm kind of embarrassed to be like, yeah, I'm 24. But if you compare... But we are young. I try to keep that in my mind. Like, I saw somebody on TikTok before we move on. uh, The guy was like, how old are you? And the guy was like, I'm 24. And he's like, he's the guy talking was like 35. He's like, holy shit. You know how much I would pay to go back and be 24 again? So it's like, so let's, let's live in the moment. You're right. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Summer's coming. Are you ready to unveil your beach bod? You're in luck. Our friends at Manscaped just launched their fourth generation performance package, which includes the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Complement your summer bod with a trim from the leaders in male grooming. The sun is shining and calling your name, fellas. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code life's a party get 20% off and free shipping with the code life's a party at manscaped.com that's 20% off and free shipping with the code life's a party at manscaped.com escape the shrubs and weeds this summer and shine with manscaped i don't know about summer beach bod but i'm working on my dad bod okay dad bod yeah i mean if you shave the hair a little bit <laughs> You make sure the dad bod is Get shown. rid of the shrubs and the weeds, and then we'll have the dad bod glorifying and, and the sun glistening. I like this hot guy summer. All the girls been talking guy. about this hot girl summer. Fellas, this one's for you, man. This one's for you. <laughs> shave, <laughs> shave it a little bit. Make sure you're pristine and you're looking good, and uh, your balls will thank you. Hot guys, I love it. Manscaped, 20% off. Life's party. Next one we have here is never have I ever used a fake ID. I never have. Here's my theory on why I haven't. And okay. I think I've told you this, Paul. 
I feel that all 21-year-olds should have to feel the experience of going to a liquor store for the first time okay. and actually buying a legal drink or going to a sporting event actually being 21 or to get a drink or going to a club and having that first-time experience of going to a club. Yeah, I, but there's got there's that whole build-up of becoming 21. Yes, it sucks that we have to wait that long, but at the same time, people who get fake ideas, IDs are like cheating that system. And then once they do turn 21, it's like, eh. I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, I no, I agree. I, I feel like I've seen a lot of people, especially with college, um, you know, the, the problem is people don't want to feel left out, right? So if their friends are older or they're all 21, right. that friend who's 19 or 20 is like, yo, like my friend, like it's only like a couple months away. My friends are going to the bar tonight and I can't go. So they're annoyed. So they're like, oh, go get a fake ID. I never got a fake ID. Uh, I know people who have my, uh, my little sister has one. Uh, we talk about it as a family. She's very open about it, which is insane <laughs> to me because I would, if, <laughs> it, yeah, dude. Like even if I had a fake ID, I wouldn't tell my dad. Yeah, like, what? like who cares? Like why would you? And she's she's like, we were at Christmas. I don't even know if we might have told this on the show already, but like we were at Christmas and she's like passing her fake around. That was your dad's gift to her. Yeah, they opened it up. Hey, it's a, it's a fake ID. And everyone's Thanks, dad. Yeah, everyone's like looking at it and trying to figure out like how you know fake. But um, I got a couple things. So yeah. my brother, my mom listened. So so oh, we, yeah, him. we definitely talked about. Uh, he tried to use my ID because he look. My brother looks like me, so he tries to. He tr before he was twenty one, he would be like, "Hey, let me use your old ID." Yeah. But the problem is, is that now they they hole punch it. Yeah. So that you can't do another thing. I was at the liquor store literally. I think to get these over the weekend, and me and my girlfriend are in the liquor store that I have a season pass at membership and there's this blonde girl in there like arguing with one of the cashiers and she's like come on like you let me last time and the guy's like okay i'll give you four chances to guess your birthday she's throwing out dates september 13th uh november 11th uh january 4th she's not getting the birthday right yeah if you, like, if you got a fake id your number one job is to know the birthday on it yeah you gotta know where you're from um your address your birthday your eye color like all that stuff. And she didn't even know her birthday. Yeah. And she's like upset that he won't like give her alcohol. I'm like, you got it wrong. And then I'm leaving and she's out by the car with some kid. And she's like, can you guys go in and get me something? I'm like, no, I was just in there. And he knows, he knows me, first of all, membership guy. Yeah. And then he's going to know that I'm getting it for you. And I was like, nah, I'm not going it. And she was like, Psh, whatever. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I almost drop kicked her right in the parking lot. Yeah. I was like, that's a little bitch. That's some uh, super bad type energy right there. <laughs> it was. But I remember, like, in college, we would, like, me and my buddy would, it's called fishing. Yes. You sit out front of the convenience store, ask someone going in, hey, do you mind getting me, like, a 24 of Bush Ice or something? And then we'd, like, tip them. But it's hard to do, and you got to have some balls to do it. But here's the thing, too. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely to ask someone. But at the same time, who are you asking? Like, a 35-year-old guy who's, who's like, got to get a 30-pack of Bush. Like, I feel like <laughs> that guy, like, it yeah. looks weird if he's going in It's like in drinking getting... stereotypes that we do. It doesn't fit the stereotype. No, it does not. Uh, next one. Never have I ever cut in line on purpose. Line cutter. Line, I, I, I have done it, probably. Can't think off the top of my head. But I don't do it on occasion because I really hate it. It's one of my pet peeves. Our buddy Chris, I shouldn't have said his name. Okay. Well, Chris. We, we, went to, <laughs> we went to the Phillies game, and we were tailgating with these guys in the parking lot. Getting drunk with them, having a good time. It was a soul out at Citizens Bank Park. And during the game, we wanted to go get crab fries. So we go on to go get crab fries, long ass line. I mean, we're probably talking like, yeah, that's like normal. two hours. And what we see the people we were tailgating with. So our buddy ah. Chris 
goes up to him. Yo, what's up, guys? Daps him up, starts pretending to talk to them. Just cut in, cut in front of 100 people for crab fries. And I was like, I can't do that. Like, I'm going to the back of the line. So it does. It's a big pet peeve of mine. There's a, I mean, yeah, with, with that stuff, um, no butts, no cuts, no coconuts kind of, <laughs> okay. kind of vibe, man. Like, no, I mean, here's the thing, though. If I see that happening... I, I get pissed. I'll call you out. Like, I'll say something to you, especially in an amusement park. That's what I was going to say. Because that's, I mean, I think that's the, the whole place is lines. Like, you're always in a line, so you're going to be able to see that. But here's the thing, too. Like, the problem is, you know, if you're in an amusement park line, right, and there's, like, a group of people, and they're they're cutting through everyone. They're just, excuse me, excuse me. Everyone always lets them through, right? And it, it's like, why can't I do that? But at the same time, wherever that, that group stops... There's always going to be people like right behind them being like, huh? That is, like, it is really do? annoying like, you know at I mean? amusement parks. What's it, like nitro? Is that kind of like, or they're all the lines are like in between those silver bars, right? Yeah. And people are just. And people like, are literally going through people to cut the line. That's. It's like, oh, my one buddy, my one buddy's up there. It's like, is he though? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. What, like, what's going on? And it's just mad annoying. Um, but Vi- I mean, if you get away kill. with it, you're going to win with that. That's a party foul. Part, yeah. We could do like amusement park, like party foul. do's and don'ts, party foul, stuff like that. Yeah, we should do that. Okay. Next one we have here is never have I ever been awake for 24 hours straight. You yeah. ever pull like an all-nighter? I I would bet my money that you have, but yes. I have not. My buddy in college, roommate, the only way he would be able to make it to eight, our 8 a.m. class is if he didn't go to sleep. Yeah. This dude had the loudest alarm clock in the nation. It would wake up the whole first door, first story of the dorm, but he would never wake up. And the only way he would get to class at 8.30 in the morning in college was if he pulled, up, pulled an all-nighter. And he played like stayed up and played Call of Duty, wouldn't go to bed. He'd go to his 8 a.m. class, come home and sleep for the rest of the day. And thus, that's why he had to drop out of college. <laughs> <laughs> Not productive, kids, so hard to hear. what not to do (laughs) uh an all-nighter in college i feel is very common um i've probably done it like maybe not that many times but maybe like two or three times i've done it maybe once out of college already um it just kind of like the vibe um what you you know if you just aren't tired you know i love red bulls and i would drink red bulls (laughs) as well and that would kind of keep me through the night um and maybe you're just super focused maybe you take an adderall maybe you do there it is there's the medication there you go right that's why i couldn't drink (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, that's not why, but, um, you know, there's a lot of reasons why you can get through that 24 hour process. If you have, if you're getting through an all nighter with none of that stuff, like no caffeine, no coffee, no Red Bull, no Adderall, no nothing like to actually like try to keep yourself awake and you're just naturally doing that stuff. Get checked out, man. Like, checked out. Go to, go to sleep. Um, you, you need your rest and you need to, uh, you know, keep, keep going so you can be healthy. But, uh, college you know, if you have a midterm or you're studying, well, for I was going to ask you or, what were the scenarios where you were up for 24 hours? Finals, that usually finals and midterms. Um, anything that was super important to usually my major. So if there was like a major, um, film, I was a filmmaking major in college that I had to like produce and like maybe I had to get a certain rough draft. Uh, I mean, out. You know, as you're learning with this process of like doing the podcast and us doing videos and stuff, editing takes a very long time. So if it's a short film and I'm editing sound effects, audio, video, um, transitions, um, graphics, stuff like that, I mean, that stuff takes forever. So if I'm trying to finish a cut, um, especially at night, I really like working at night. Something like I won't wake Same. up at, until 10 o'clock during the day or 11, and then I'll start, you know, doing my day, but I'll be working or like editing until midnight, one, two, three a.m. Because that kind of like 
when no one's texting me, I'm not getting any Instagram or Twitter notifications, and kind of my phone's just oh, silent. Oh, because yours just so popular during the day. No, I'm just distracted, <laughs> man. Twitter, I mean, they're con- yeah, those is. social medias are controlling me, man. All right, last one. Never have I ever been in a police car. <clears throat> have you ever been, Paul? I have. <laughs> you got arrested? No, two occasions. <laughs> you got uh, arrested twice. Two occasions. Once, um, I took a ride home in a police car for fun. Like our buddy, what? Um, one of our friends' dad was a police officer growing up, so I remember seeing him around town or whatever. And he had, you know, he had, he was in a squad car or whatever. And it was always something like he was leaving, and I was like, oh, I've always wanted to like be in a police car. <laughs> and he was like, I'll take you home. So he's like, he took I'll me home. Take you? You put you in cuffs? No. no. <laughs> but the back <laughs> pat of, you down. The the back of a police car is very interesting because usually it's it's not comfy. Most of them they're like hard, and then they don't have any door handles. They have like nothing that you can attach to because obviously they don't want. You know, prisoner escaping. <laughs> prisoners. They're um, not prisoners that's, yet. Yeah, well, <laughs> people who are arrested. So that's one. And then the other time was as a mascot, I... What? He did. got in a fight with another mascot, yeah, and then I'm they got arrested. Brawling it down, man. The police had to hold me <laughs> hold me back. Wait, really? No, no. Uh, I was believing that for a um, It was a parade we did. <laughs> and Went from the, a fight to a parade. And the, the police, we got a police escort back to our car. Um, and I remember just being in the back. I have a really cool picture. I was gonna say that would have been a really funny picture to have. It was. It was one of our first photos to like really blow up on our Instagram. It got like the most likes. Um, I remember we. I think we posted it for Memorial Day, and it just said like, um, it was like went a little too hard this Memorial Day or something. <laughs> and it's just the mascot in the back of the police car. It's so funny. Uh, I actually haven't ever been in a police car. That's a good. That's surprisingly, a good thing. though, I was very close. Surprisingly, I got a. Uh, I got in trouble for having an open container at Coastal Carolina. Dude, I that's... was we were leaving a party and we were waiting for a ride, and I just was on the front lawn with with an open beer, and the cop literally came up with a flashlight and was like, "What's in your hand?" I like put it behind my back and then I like dropped it. <laughs> and I was like, "Nothing," I'm like an idiot. I was like, "Nothing's in my hand." He's like, "What's that on the ground?" I was like, "Mine." So I had to go over to his car and write a ticket. But I have some good friends, and a couple of my one of my buddies came over. He was hammered. He was like, come on, please. He's trying to talk him out of writing me a ticket. Yeah. He didn't mean to do it. And then he was just yapping and yapping. The cop was not having it. He was like, okay, I'll tell you this. I'm going to count down from from 10. And if you are you guys are still here, I'm handcuffing you both and putting you in the car. So the cop literally starts going, 10, 9. The guy's still yapping. You know, come on, please. 8. So I was like, we got to get out of here. So we just took off. Then again, in the cop car. Got a drinking ticket, but, you know, shit happens. Drinking tickets are very... I mean, dude, I feel like everyone's getting drinking tickets. Especially on the beach. I've had a bunch of fraternity brothers, like, down in Florida on the beach. Um, even Jersey. I know Jersey beaches are awful. Like, you have, you know, you have to put your uh, your beer, like, in a red Solo cup or whatever. You yeah, can't have an open container on the beach. The and rules are getting stricter and stricter, I feel yeah. like, too. They're trying to be more family. And it's like, dude, I'm just trying to get smacked up <laughs> on the beach. With my family. Like, With my... I'm trying... I'm, I'm enjoying my family, too. Yeah. My, my dad's trying to get hammered too <laughs> yeah he just got his daughter a fake id <laughs> come on we want to enjoy it uh we are moving on block two we're going to some sports sports we've done some sports facts um that are always interesting some odd ball sports facts so here are some sports facts that you may have not known i think we have six of them six baby first one we got we're going to golf jordan spieth jordan spieth won sixty one thousand dollars um, or just over $61,000 less at the Masters than Arnold Palmer won in his entire career. Wouldn't you be really, really mad 
if you were like a stud athlete like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. or like Arnold Palmer or like Jack Nicholas, Jack Nicholas or Jack Nicholson? Which one's the actor? Nicholas. Oh, uh, Nicholson is the actor. Nicholas. So Jack Nicholas, I'm trying to think of older, even Babe Ruth. So these guys were the Mike Trouts, the LeBron James of Before. those errors. Correct. And they got the shit end of the stick. But they, they were getting made, paid. Like, yeah, were they though? We're getting paid good in their time, though. I think related to their time period and with you know without inflation and like all that stuff too. But even with inflation, those guys are getting paid a lot more. And I feel like they have so much more opportunities now. for like businesses and technology and social media. Yeah, it would suck to be one of those old guys like Arnold Palmer and see Jordan Spieth comes in twelfth place of one single tournament. Yeah. In his whole entire career and has already made more money than you have your whole career. Yeah. That's got to suck. Like, I understand there's, there's uh, like, equations of, like, how it relates to times and the money times. But still, it's, that's like, it sucks. Yeah, if you don't know who Arnold Palmer is. Um, he's he's a, a half and half drink. Yeah, he's the guy on the iced tea. <laughs> um, Arnold that's Palmer. That's all he is. He's a very famous <laughs> golfer. And, um, I, I, you know, he was one of, like, the big three. Usually the big three golfers are... Um, Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, and Gary Player, right? Or yeah, no, who, Gary I, Player, right? Am I missing someone? Well, back in the day, we're not uh, talking yeah. like Tiger. Yeah, no, before Tiger, before Tiger, but they were like the three guys. Um, they were winning most of the tournaments and stuff. But yeah, I think that's crazy. But that's just dealing with mostly sports and inflation, and you know how much more you can get paid as an athlete now, as with Ryan said, with social media, with um companies and like sponsorships and stuff. Because that's where you know we talked about Tiger. Tiger was making millions and millions of dollars when he was the number one golfer in the world, and it was like 80% of his um, his net worth was coming from Gatorade and PGA Golf uh, 2K, like the, the video game, and yeah. Nike and all that stuff where his like sponsorships were really paying for most of his fortune. Before we get into the next one, do you know why Nike stopped making golf like clubs and sh- well, they still make golf apparel. Yes. But they don't make golf like bags and clubs and stuff anymore. Or clubs and like, you know why? They I, just, I just think maybe it wasn't something they were doing like well, or they maybe just probably weren't doing, they just weren't getting the revenue that they thought. And they said, hey, like our resources are probably better off allocated somewhere else. So yeah. they just said, hey, like, you know, we're, let's make golf apparel because I feel like they definitely are yeah, one of the they best. Yeah, they probably are the best apparel. All right. So next one. If Michael Phelps, who we talked about in the last show, we're a country. So if the singular Michael Phelps was an entire country, he'd rank number 35 on the all-time Olympic gold medal list. That's ahead of 97 nations who participate in the Olympics. It's crazy. Well, we talked about this previously. Yeah, Michael Phelps is the GOAT, man. He was doing, he's a, you know, he's a crazy Olympic athlete, one of the best of all time. Do you and think the uh, countries that aren't good at any athletics look forward to the Olympics? Or they're like, ah, shit, we're about to go get our ass beat. Like, imagine, like, Russia playing the U.S. in basketball. Yeah, but that's I, not fun. I don't think it's like that, though. I think, you know, as an athlete um, in a country, especially, like, a lesser-known country, maybe to do a certain type of sport, maybe, like, um, like the Jamaican bobsled team, right? Yeah. So go, based on that famous Olympic story, um, you know, as that team, I think it was ridiculously probably awarding for them to know that they were the first to ever do this and that being able to represent their country was anything they could ever ask for yeah. in the Olympics where, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, it'd be cool to win all these like medals and these gold medals and all these Olympic medals. But at the same time, like Michael Phelps, the OG, didn't he race a shark one time on shark week? 
No, what, I'm pretty sure he would race a shark. That was I feel like that was some promotional thing as a commercial or something I saw. No, it was like part of Shark Week. Oh, now I'm starting to remember. It was like a virtual shark. <laughs> he like literally swam in That's the stupid. he didn't swim like uh, actually against a shark I like, they didn't see. put a shark in a cage and were like alright three, two, one, and let the shark because obviously the shark would well that's stupid that's not racing a shark then. <laughs> I want to see the race they had like the speed of the shark virtually on the ocean as Phelps was going on the line well not, that's not he didn't race a shark though. yeah so he's not the greatest until he actually races a shark well, let's make it happen next one Walt Chimber Walt Chamber Walt Chamberlain <laughs> That's a little mix of uh, Walt Disney Walt, and uh, Chimney Man. Walt, Wilt, oh my God. Walt Chamberlain. I'm used, I'm used <laughs> the to greatest talk, basketball player of all time. I'm used to talking Walt about Walt Chamberlain. Disney, Walt Disney, man. Walt's in my mind. We're not talking about Disney. Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain, baby. Wilt Chamberlain <laughs> didn't win the MVP award. Wilt Chamberlain. Okay. Wilt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even drunk. You're the one drinking, and I can't. No, even I drink. ain't drinking that nasty shit. No. I'm not drinking it. Uh, Will Chamberlain didn't win MVP. Just say some guy. The war. Some guy I, I didn't win MVP. Did I, I just got through it. Okay, sorry. And you ruined it. Well, it took it 20 times. Yeah, but the one time I got through okay, it. Here we go. Will Chamberlain didn't win MVP the year he scored 54 points and grabbed 22.9 rebounds per game. Bill Russell won the MVP that year. I don't know much details on this, but I do that know that Bill Russell is the winningest basketball player of all time. I think he has 11 championships, which is pretty nuts, but that's like back in the day to show the domination of the Celtics. I don't know why like the Yankees were so dominant back in the day, and yeah, then you had were. like the Celtics and Lakers. Being a fan back then had to have sucked. <laughs> I mean, it really ha it had to because you either had the Lakers or Celtics Mostly the Celtics win championships. Yeah. College basketball, you had UCLA winning. They won like a, a shit ton. Yeah, they Then were. you had the Yankees winning all the time. So if you're like a Phillies fan, which I know the Phillies weren't back then, or like a Sixers fan, or like a Jazz, like, <laughs> what's the point of watching if you know these these great teams are going to win all the time? Yeah, if you're in one of those, like, major dynasties. I mean, I feel like that's what we kind of go through with the um, NFL right now with Tom Brady. Same idea. I mean, a lot of people hate the Patriots, and... You know, it wasn't as dominant as you could say Lakers, uh, Celtics, but it's something that I mean we've seen even LeBron James. We've seen LeBron in so many NBA finals throughout his career. I mean, he's been in the finals yeah, almost that. like what is it? Like it a little like more than straight, half, six, seven straight times. What was nine? I think it was like nine straight times, eight or nine straight times. But like half of his career, he's made it to the finals, which is mind blowing. Yeah, it is. But one thing I want to say on this is that. So it says that Bill Russell won the MVP over Wilt Chamberlain when clearly Wilt Chamberlain had better stats. So like that's like something that's going on right now with the MVP is like it's so much more so a narrative. Yes. More so about like someone's stats or how good of a year they actually had. Like there's always got to be a narrative to it so that jur sports journalists can write a story about it. Right. So that ESPN can cover the MVP on how like that's why Michael or that's why like even LeBron James he could be the MVP every year correct yeah but it doesn't give the journalists something good to write about they're like not gonna... Nikola Jokic won this year okay he's a overseas player he's he was a fat kid growing up he has like the storyline of how it's such a great journey to become an MVP so that's why the MVP is starting to get a little bit tarnished because they're playing into the to the narrative role on what makes good TV practically. Well, that's one of the biggest problems that I had with the Oscars. So the Oscars is the same way. Yeah. I mean, 
those a lot of the times, I mean, anything um, that's like a professional award, um, whether it be like TV, movies, theater, sports, that kind of stuff. As Ryan said, if there's a committee overseeing it, um, as you said, it kind of is saying, hey, like what makes the best for ratings? And that was the problem the Oscars had a, a couple years ago when yeah. they were getting a lot of crap for it. And they were like, hey, man, like this doesn't make any sense. I mean, a movie a couple years ago, it was Green Book. And I really liked that movie, but it didn't make any sense for that movie to win uh, Best Picture. But um, La La Land, when La La Land was om- almost won, um, or Parasite, they want they guarantee they wanted to get a foreign film well, that's true. to win best film, but I think it was deserving. That was more deserving, yeah. but like a lot like La La Land, where even just nominated for so many awards in general, where it was a film about L.A. and a film about Hollywood and a film yeah. about like Jack, like it was right. very it fit that small niche of like, hey, this is an Academy film or Once Upon in Hollywood. Yeah, has all the stars in it. Correct. So of course it's gonna get the the Oscar nominations yeah. and the best lead role and the best supporting actress. Every that's all it is. All life is is just narratives that what makes good news, what makes good TV. But then you get on the opposite side where like Meryl Streep right now, right, where she's won so many times that if she wins again, it's like it's. It's also good. Yeah, like they're like, oh yeah, she ke-, like she keeps going. That's like Michael Jordan, like when he wins like the finals. It's like it's good that he keeps winning because he's gonna make his ca- career stats even better. Well, Mike, uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, that that's that's when the refs are like, oh, the refs are for Tom Brady. Well, maybe they are in some cases because <laughs> yeah. to see Tom Brady get all these Super Bowl rings, that's another narrative. This guy's the best ever. He has six Super Bowls. We'll never see it broken again. Yeah, it's, everything's just a narrative, just for good TV or good publicity. All right, next one is that Roger Maris was never intentionally walked the year he hit 61 home home runs. And the reason being is because good old Mickey Mantle, alcoholic, was sitting on deck, and he hit, like, I think he hit, like, 60, I think. They had, like, a home run race to see who could be the home run champ. And there's a good movie, actually. I think it's on Netflix. It's called 61. And it's basically a whole movie about how uh, Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris are going for the home run title and how the Yankees fans hated that Roger Maris would hit a home run because they wanted Mickey Mantle to hit it and they go behind the scenes of Mickey Mantle's alcoholic thing. It's a great movie. Okay. Definitely check it out. Uh, but what was I going to say? Was never. Oh, so Barry Bonds, which is pretty nuts to me. I have to get this in. So Barry Bonds, obviously, I think he broke the record. 60, he might have hit 72 home runs in a season. I don't know the number for sure. I think we've said in a previous episode. But he used to get intentionally walked with the bases loaded. Just think about how nuts that is. That is crazy. Like, pitchers are that scared to pitch the Barry Bonds where they were letting, intentionally walking him to bring in a run just so that he couldn't hit. Well, I yeah, I mean, if, if, <laughs> if you're thinking about the odds there, and that they're just trying to save their ass, really. Yeah. They're true. like, they, they'd rather just give him the run that's other nuts. than try to give away a grand slam. At the, at the worst, especially with him. I was watching a video of him on TikTok the other day, and it was, like, insane the amount of power that man had. And, like, yeah. he was jumping out of his shoes. I know he gets a bad rap for st- or steroids, yeah. but the yeah. same <laughs> you know, as steroids. he should. Yeah. But at the same time, it still takes very good skill to hit the ball. Like, Correct. Even today's current MLB players, who's the best hitter of all time? They'll even say Barry Bonds, regardless of steroids and cheating the game. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's nuts to see that, like, people like Barry Bonds would get intentionally walked. I think there's, like, a stat that he was intentionally walked more than, like, some other players walked regularly in their entire career. So it's pretty nuts. All right, next one. This one, I feel like, fits your, like, niche. 
Okay. Like, it, like something that you like fuck with. It's like you like this shit. <laughs> well, it's funny. It, this is like a fun uh, sports fact kind of thing. It's a little funny. So Rashid Wallace had his 2004 Detroit Pistons championship, you know, ring resized to fit his middle finger. <laughs> so instead, you know, on his ring finger, yeah. he got it resized so it just fit his middle finger. And you know that that's like the attitude and the fun that can come about from winning a championship. It, it like fits the brand too, because right. they they were the bad they weren't the bad boy Pistons, but the, there were the bad boy Pistons, and like these guys kind of same that shared that same like aggressive attitude yeah, and Rashid Wallace was one of the guys who'd like talk shit and like it fits that he got a middle <laughs> I just flipped off our our viewers I'm sorry but it makes sense that he got a ring that you know his middle finger I feel like that's something you would do it's a yeah <laughs> something, let me see your championship ring right here right here motherfucker. yeah like right here like look at it you know what I mean that's a fun thing that's a cool attitude thing and I mean if you work really hard for something and you have that attitude and everyone was maybe against you and maybe people have been against him your whole life and yeah. I'm someone who's anyone who's ever doubted me in my life it's you know it's nice to be like to look back and just be like oh you know what ignore those people like it's not worth it but at the same time like you just want to be like hey go fuck yourself like hey, hey people like, didn't believe in the podcast right they're like this is stupid what are you guys gonna talk about year later on the day hundred ninety four thousand tiktok followers five thousand seven hundred instagram followers yeah 780 subscribers on youtube yeah we're getting there man and that's the thing but we gotta I keep going a lot of people especially our friends from home i don't think we're you know, we're thinking that we would get this far. It'd be like, oh, like that was something you guys maybe would do for a while. I mean, not to not to not to throw shade or anything, but Ryan had another podcast and it didn't, I did, yeah, and it it didn't work out. Well, it like, wasn't like a competitor. It was no. a very niche thing. I'm always for life's apart. No, no, but I'm saying here's the thing too. Like people don't understand how sometimes hard, yeah. how hard and how much work and effort goes into making something. And especially as I told Ryan, you know, celebrating this year for us. Our, that first year is the hardest. I think, you know, we're starting a company and we're starting a brand and we're starting, you know, us and just putting a lot of like effort into our futures and what we want to do as performers and entertainers and all that kind of stuff. Strippers. Yes. I mean, yeah, what, whatever we want to <laughs> do, man. But um, that first year is really the hardest to get your feet off the ground. And there's a lot of times where we could have been like, hey, let's just not do it anymore. Like, it's not worth it. Maybe let's just try something else where well, we stuck it through. And I don't think a lot of our friends, you know, Really thought we were going to do that. There were times where we had to reshoot a whole episode. Dude, they're the worst. So we've had a lot of technical difficulties. Things are only going to get easier. Like you said, you wrote, you said it best on Instagram post. We're just talking about Life's Apart. Life's Apart. Well, it's the one year. We can talk about and our show. Like, we're at the point where we're not dealing with those stupid kinks. We're actually building a whole nother set yeah. where we can get guests on and talk to them and just take this to a whole nother level. So exciting times for Life's Party, And we appreciate you all for sticking us sticking with us for a whole year. All right, well, let's just end the show right here then. I, well, we got to tell them to subscribe and shit. Like, okay. You, you got to yeah, tell yeah. them the usual. Uh, of course, um, <laughs> if you're not following us on Instagram or TikTok already, uh, go follow us over there at Life's A Party Pod. We're gaining some stuff. This is our first year, and I think throughout the course of the year, we have done a pretty good job gaining our, you know, gaining a following. And like we love, we love interacting with our fans. Today was actually a really great day for interacting with fans. We got a couple people from UK DMing us. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple people that are pretty cool where they'll DM us uh, their feedback of the, the episode yeah. weekly. We'll get weekly DMs like, like uh, tell Paul to stop doing this. I'm gonna, <laughs> some kid said he's going to fight me. He's going he's gonna to fight Ryan because he believes something. I forget what it was. What was know. it? Yeah, he said he was going to fight me. He, said, yeah, like, so he, he was like, just kidding. If you ever listen to the show and like want to talk about 
the show with us. I we think that's extremely cool, and I will always gladly talk. Like we'll answer the DMs. We're like, oh yeah, yeah, this or like, oh yeah, that. Like it's a lot of fun for us, and we like interacting with you guys. So do that. Um, on YouTube, we are almost at 800 subscribers. I want to get to a thousand. So if you're not already subscribed to us on YouTube, do that. Um, go give us a sub. It, it like helps the channel out. And we we are doing so much more on YouTube in the near future. You're gonna want to subscribe over there. And um, I think that's a good first year for us. Life's a party. Great first. Great <laughs> A great first year. I'm excited. It's like this next year, our sophomore season oh. is going to be Barry Bonds on steroids. I'm like we are going to be off the charts, not just the show with merchandise, with more people coming to help us out, more employees, more cameras, new sets, new bits, new YouTube videos. Yes. It, it's going to blow your mind on where Life's a Party is going to be in a year from today. So, yeah. so save this little audio clip. And we'll see how we did this we'll, year. We'll play it back and react to it. Um, but that is all, man. As always. Music. Take us out. Peace. Later.